Hey, it is DMAC. About last night. Here we go. A look at Denver sports from last night. And I don't know if Denver sports feels a, a little guilty or not, but we'll go through what happened last night. Like and subscribe. We appreciate it. We'll get to the Avs' disappointing game against the Red Wings in a second. We'll also take your comments and what you have to say. And this morning, I'm representing my kids. My son, Dylan, with his uh, new school that is at Webster University, has their first baseball game of the season. And I wish them luck as they travel to Memphis. And I always root for the Sun Devils. Sort of. But less as time goes on. Because my kid's not there anymore. He lives in Denver. But that being said, about last night, about last night for the Nuggets, the Wizards are the worst team in basketball. I'm pretty convinced of it. It's ugly. 88 points allowed in the paint by the Wizards. Did you, did you hear me on that? I, I, I got to check if I even got 88. 88 to 42. Paper. It was a beatdown of epic proportion, and it could have been even worse had the Nuggets been able to hit a three-pointer. They shot 7 of 32, 21.9%. Meanwhile, the Wizards shot 44.7. If I came to you and said one team shot 44.7 from three and the other team shot 21.9, you'd be like, oh, well, you know, I understand who won that game. And then I said, hey, 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 but the team that shot 44% played no defense. It, it was starting off like the All-Star game and had the Nuggets shot, I don't know, even 35%. They win that game by 30 to 35 points. The Wizards are bad. But, you know, it's good, right? Because at least, you know, Jokic... Might feel a little uh, rested. Rested physically and mentally? I mean, not, not so much. I left Friday and I came back Sunday morning, uh, Sunday 2.30, so it was not uh, really bad. I did lose it. I'm used to it, so it was uh, normal. Do you think it affected you anyway? I, I know you. a lot of guys were able to get a, a long stretch of time off, but did, did you feel at least well rested enough just going into today? No. How have you learned to handle playing the All-Star game and then getting back to, to the team? Uh, I kind of use the All-Star game just to run around, just to do something. So, you know, I don't know how many minutes I play, but I'm just running around just to do something, you know, just to not be lazy five days. Jokic is a riot. So he's not feeling rested, but he's used to it. So he knows what's what. He had an unbelievable game. He almost had a triple-double in the first half. He finishes with, what, 21, 19, and 15. And going 15, 15, 15. Um, and in perfect shooting. He was 10 of 10. I mean, you realize, you know, that's just not normal. It's not normal. And that's what Christian Brown said about it. And in terms of Jokic, he doesn't care. He just wants to 
you know, be ready and good to go. I mean, my, 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 my opinion is you need to be just the best version of yourself in the playoffs, you know. If, you even, if you're top seed and you're, you're not playing good, I think that's not good. You will lose in the first round, especially how West is really good, tough. Nobody wants Lakers in the first round or Golden State in the first round, you know. So I think it's a, the most important thing is uh, uh, the, the, the focus that we play in the, in the, the, in the, play in the playoffs. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. Well, there you go. Jokic out. Listen, where they finish is interesting. They had 53 wins last year and won by two. It is just so much closer right now. And when you look at the standings in the NBA, you realize, oh, man, what exactly are we looking at? They remain with that win two and a half games behind Minnesota. Tied with the Clippers at two and a half back. The Thunders one game back. Now, they still just have a three-game lead over the Pelicans and a four-game lead now over the Mavericks and Suns. So it is still, you know, right there from the top to the bottom. They have Portland tonight, and hopefully that's a, a win they can stack. Christian Brown says, well, we think we can beat everybody. Uh, we're confident we can beat anybody. Um, that's the biggest part. Um, but we're confident when we're healthy. Um, so that's also big. You know, you want to be healthy um, as long as we're, we're talking about being a top four, you know, see, getting home court advantage. Um, but we want to be one. We're competitive. Um, there's no question about it. We want to be the one, number one seed. But, you know, as long as we're healthy going to the playoffs, we think we can beat anybody. What's it going to take to be well, that's the big question about being healthy and improving. But one thing that they were trying to do, no doubt about it, is get Christian Brown more involved. And he had a great game. He might have had his best game of the season. And let's see, 23 minutes, 5 of 8 from the field, which is great. 10 rebounds, 12 points, plus 10, playing with confidence, playing strong. That's what we've been missing out of Christian Brown. So I asked him, you know, well, what can get better? What, what are you hoping to improve the most on in this, after the All-Star game, to the end of the season? What do you want to work on before the postseason? Uh, I just want to win. I think that that's the biggest thing is tightening up screws in the team. Um, you know, my biggest thing for me is to, you know, become a two-time NBA champ after this year. You know, that's what the team's focused on. I think that you, you go to the break, you step away, you know, you, you refresh a little bit, and you come back focused on the team. That's what, that's what everybody needs to be focused on um, these last 20-some games or whatever it is. Um, you know, gets to the playoffs with home court advantage, going to the playoffs, you know, playing really good team ball. Um, so that's what everybody's focused on. I think that's, you know, how you win games. Malone also said, though, that it's not. Hey, well, there you go. Sounds pretty simple. And, and maybe Christian just needs to simplify things for himself. He played great. Michael Porter Jr. played great. Aaron Gordon in limited minutes, only 21 minutes. He played great. Listen, I get it. It's the worst team in the league. But it was good to see you did what you needed to do. And yes, Malone called a timeout in the fourth quarter because the league got cut down to 16 points. But the Nuggets built that back up. And 130, it easily could have been 160. So great win for the Nuggets. And a fun stat, 10 blocks on the night. Which leads us to the popcorn lady. Getting blocks is awesome. And Peyton Watson, Swatson is proving to be 
an elite defender, as well as a solid scorer. So if you have questions about the bench, maybe last night helped answer things. But yes, again, you're not going to get 88 points in the paint like they did. That was kind of crazy. Michael Malone on blocks and heads up, popcorn lady. Zeke and Peyton had four block shots apiece, and they were electric. How much stop you put in a block shot and what it does to a team? Well, I think it can be a real momentum changer. I mean, uh, and it's funny, you know, you go back to Bill Russell, and the reason I talked about Bill Russell being a great shot blocker was when he blocked the shot, he kept it in bounds. And that fueled the break. And I thought we had a bunch of those tonight where we blocked shots, and then we ran off of that. You know what I mean? So, yes, everybody likes somebody blocking a shot into the third row, hitting the popcorn lady in the ass, but I would rather keep it in bounds and get out and run. And, uh, and that we had really good examples of that tonight. But, you know, we talked pregame about Zeke, and, you know, what he did tonight is what you need from Zeke Naji. Tremendous effort. He attacked the basket. He rebounded. He was a rim protector. Peyton Watson, same thing. So to have 10 blocks in one game um, is, is obviously a tremendous number for us. And Jamal had two. Imagine that. How impactful. You hit the popcorn lady in the ass with the ball. We don't want that. Listen, the popcorn lady who could get hit, you know, that's the Lexus Club area. Is he saying the popcorn lady is selling popcorn or just a woman eating popcorn? Anyway, you don't want to hit the popcorn lady in the ass with your block. You, you want to keep the ball inbounds. I, I got to hear that. Zeke and Peyton had four block shots apiece, and they were electric. How much stop you put in a block shot and what it does to a team? Well, I think it can be a real momentum changer. I mean, uh, and it's funny, you know, you go back to Bill Russell, and the reason I talked about Bill Russell being a great shot blocker was when he blocked the shot, he kept it in bounds. And that fueled the break. And I thought we had a bunch of those tonight where we blocked shots and then we ran off of that. You know what I mean? So, yes, everybody likes somebody blocking a shot into the third row, hitting the popcorn lady in the ass, but I would rather keep it. Okay. Popcorn lady in the ass. Good win for the Nuggets. They take on Portland. We'll have five to go later tonight. You know, oh, my God. Can I stay up that late on a Friday night? But we will persevere, so five to go. We'll watch along with five minutes left in that bad boy in postgame, and we'll see. We'll see how they bounce back. Jokic um, with 31 minutes, Jamal with 31 minutes, Michael Porter Jr. with 30 minutes. One player to keep your eye on is Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Kenny Pope has a finger injury on his shooting hand, so we'll see. Again, Christian Brown. Started with the starting unit in place of KCP. Interesting. All right. Good for the Nuggets. About last night for the Avalanche. Not so good. Courtesy of Altitude Sports, which I watch on Fubo. Jared Bednar on the 2-1 to loss in overtime to the Worked Red Wings. and competed, but they looked like they were the more desperate hockey team in the third period. Still a hard-fought hockey game, really. Um, we put ourselves in a little penalty trouble there, which didn't help our flow of our offensive attack. Um, yeah, big road point, disappointing, because even last power play, I think uh, 
Lyon makes a big save on McKinnon. Lekkinen gets a rebound in front. We have the bow chance in overtime. I thought Lyon played really good, but I thought our goalie was really good too. He's, he's probably the reason why we got a point after looking like looking at some of the chances that they created in the in the third period especially. So we'll have to take the point move on. Yeah, and then Kale McCarr was uh, Kale McCarr. He was tough on himself. He was disappointed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought we were generated a couple things. Just, uh, just yeah. Or like I was just saying this earlier, but a lot of energy spent in the D zone and um, it's tough to do that all night. I felt like I got caught out there quite a few times. So um, just again goes back to me or basically me. Uh, just turning pucks over and. Um, just got to be better. Like you can alleviate a lot of that stuff, but just I think a lot of it's on the individual. So, um, yeah. Yeesh. Okay. It's up and down with the Avs. A dominant home team, a so-so road team, but again, no need to necessarily panic as after 58 games played the same as the Stars, they only trail the Stars in the Central by one point. Winnipeg is the mystery team. At some point, they will play hockey games. But at 54 games played, they are at 73 points. So they have four games in hand to the Avs. And whether that's good or bad, I don't know. The Jets are actually 4-5-1 and one in their last 10. Uh, the Avs are 4-4-2. Four, four, and two, And the Stars are 5-3-2. and two. Vancouver is 4-5-1. and one, So it's... It looks like a lot of teams are having kind of the same issues, but the Avs are 22 and 5 at home. I mean, that is just awesome. 13, 13 and 5 on the road. It's anybody's game. We'll see where it goes. And tomorrow we'll have you covered with everything Avalanche from Ball Arena as the Maple Leafs come in for a strange starting time, 5 p.m. But we're looking forward to um, some weekend hockey down at Ball Arena. Um, I'm fine with where the Avalanche are, but to think that they don't need to make a move at the trade deadline is is a little naive. And that's coming up in a couple of weeks. So finally, I mean, it takes forever in the NHL compared to the NBA. I, I think it's better. I, I do like the trade deadline later rather than earlier. Um, you really kind of know what you need to do, and, and you probably have a, a larger selections of teams that really know they're they're out of it. So I'm, I'm a fan. I just think it drags to the degree where it sort of is on the back of everybody's mind. You know, for the Nuggets, because I don't think there's anything or anywhere for them to go in the buyout market, it's not like that for the Avs. There are things they can do. So... Ananen having a good game goes a long way towards, well, do we need to search out a backup goaltender or not? Johansson getting a couple goals the other night, that does help. McKinnon got the only goal for the Avalanche, and it was a game where they played well for good chunks of that game, good enough to probably earn the win. So I understand why Bednar isn't all that upset. I'm not all that upset either. You get a point, you stay in the race. You live to fight another day, and hopefully you take care of business against the Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs are a good team. They're 32-16-8. They are 17-6-6 on the road. That is outrageously good. So you got a barn burner Saturday night for the Avalanche.
against the Leafs. Saturday afternoon, we get more daylight these days, which is nice. Meanwhile, the Broncos are continuing to figure out what they want to do. The speculation about Russell Wilson keeps going day after day. We will have Chuckolate Pain, part of Kill You With Truths, daily programming with Nate and Chad at 8 a.m. to talk all things Broncos in the NFL, and you never know where that conversation is going to go. About last night, let's get to some of your comments here as we get through the morning. TGIF, Stephen, my man, I appreciate it. My question for the day is if all sports teams, except for the Mammoth and the Rapids, left Colorado, which would you want watch more of? Clearly the Rockies. Uh, we go to Andon. Avs game was a huge letdown. I missed something. Why was Georgiev out? That is a great question. Uh, Georgiev was scheduled to be out. They want to look at the backup goalie. So this was not some sort of punishment. There's not some sort of injury. Caught me by surprise, just a pinch. But um, but I was told, and I asked that same question to my friend uh, Jesse Montano from Guerrilla Sports, and it was a scheduled um, night off for Georgiev. You get a few of those. Uh, and good morning. Yes, you're welcome. Appreciate it. Something about the Nuggets win last night doesn't feel satisfying. Yeah, because they suck. The Wizards, that is. But listen, you need to have encouraging moments for certain players. You need encouraging moments for Zeke Najee. You got it. Four blocks. Christian Brown, you got it. Good shooting, solid defense. Peyton Watson continues. DeAndre Jordan didn't even play. Didn't even play because he didn't need to play. You, you, you got it. And Jokic, of course, Jokic is Jokic. You know, he's, he's, he's a workmanlike guy. You don't have to worry about Jokic. You really don't. And even if you realize, well, he's not really well-rested and he, he's kind of exhausted still, don't worry about him. Nobody takes care of their business more than Jokic. He did have, for Jokic, an off game against the Kings the last game before the All-Star break. So that one sucked. It was hard to give that away. But they're really on pace to be, as my friends Nate and Andy pointed out, a 62-win team. That doesn't mean they'll win 62. But going 20-7 and in the final 27 games before the All-Star break, is not unrealistic. I love you all. I appreciate everybody for watching. We're back at it at 8 a.m. So about last night, decent. Decent night last night in Denver sports. Um, could have been a little bit better with the Avalanche. Happy with the Nuggets. And to this point, Russell Wilson is still on the Broncos. We'll see where that goes. Join us at 8 a.m. Nate and Chad, Chuckle at Pain coming up.